Well, I am. And uh, no, I'm willing. not. Okay. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And I'm not like a bad mom, but I'm a bad mom. And we like to take your confessions during the Bad Mom Club. Uh, we like to hear what made you a bad mom today. And then I believe that there's power in putting it out in the universe and then we will forgive you for it, and you can go on with your life. So basically, we're going to let you, uh, you know, release some things here yeah. on the Colleen and Bradley yeah. show. 651-641-1071. What has made you a bad mom? Bradley, do you want to hear what made me a bad mom recently? What makes you a bad mom today? I'm pretty sure that I never got around to giving my kids dinner last night. Um, and what? I didn't really didn't realize it until this morning. Okay. So back it Were up. Were they in a closet? I mean, how did they not tell you? So what's here's going on? okay. So six five one six four one one zero seven one. By the way, what makes you a bad mom? We're having the bad mom club. I will forgive you all of your uh, bad mom transgressions. Okay, so yesterday was kind of a big day at our house. We were at a family funeral, and um, it started. I mean, the day started really early. The kids were out of school. I, of course, was not here. And um, so we started the morning super early. Everybody had breakfast. We went over to the church. We did the thing where you see the people and then had the funeral. And then there was a little luncheon. And I'm pretty sure my kids grazed at that. And then we went home. We went stopped at home. And then we went out with the family to a restaurant where we had a couple snacks. But that was like at two or three. They don't need like... Huge meals, right? Yeah, but that was at like three. Okay. Okay, and then we went home. Yeah. And then I didn't even told you about this, but there was this thing with my phone. I had to go get another new phone. Don't even get me started, please. I know, but this is, I just got a new phone last week and I had to get a new er phone. Yeah. Because that one broke. Yeah. Not my fault. My phone doesn't work, by so the way. So I left, I come home. For months. My kids, <laughs> my kids are in bed now by the time I get home. And I'm like, hey, Matt, did we, did did we ever make dinner? I knew my answer was no because I didn't make dinner. Okay, well, did the kids again? They they must have been fine if they weren't saying anything. Yeah, but like that is like just that is the bare minimum as a mother is to provide food for your children. They got legs. <laughs> they know where the cabinets are. They got protein bars. You're 651-641-1071. What makes you a bad mom today? We will hear your story, and we will forgive you live on the air. Oh, good. All right. Um, I will say that uh, of the bad mom things that I have encountered in my life, <laughs> I should actually be taking this call, Colleen, because I'm not a mom. Uh, but Molly's on the phone, and yes. she is going to join our club. Hey, Molly. What yeah. You want to be in the club? You want to be in the bad mom club? What did you do? I, I do. I have severe guilt, because this happened when my daughter was in elementary school, and she's almost 24, and still brings it up. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, it's one of those things where she didn't feel good and had a bad cold, and I kind of had a suck-it-up attitude and um, gave her DayQuil, sent her on, you'll be fine, went about my day, and the nurse called me and said, you know, she's super lethargic, she just doesn't feel well, I think you need to come and get her. And a little irritated, I'm like, ugh, I go get her, come home, and I look, and I gave her NyQuil. Oh, no! Instead of DayQuil. Um, <laughs> well, hey, I bet yeah. she's, you know... Kind of keeping to herself. <laughs> She's like, Mom, I'm just so tired. 
So yeah, you're like, that suck was, it up. You're fine. Molly. I did. Oh, I'm like, you're fine. Just little, you have a cold. Wah, wah. You're fine. You are forgiven, Molly. Uh, Thank you. you know what? I feel way better. She might still keep hey. holding it over your head, but she's fine. Molly, you could have given her like Vicodin or something. So, I mean, it <laughs> always could yeah. be worse. Exactly. Right? Always throw okay. that in there, Molly. Yeah. You tell her that next time. Well, at least it wasn't Vicodin. To. Yeah. I am going to. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Thank you exactly. for your call, Molly. Okay. <laughs> that is a classic, by the way, not the giving your child NyQuil <laughs> instead of DayQuil. I mean, I'm not I'm saying sorry. that that's a classic, but the classic part of that is the kid comes to you and goes... I'm not feeling well. And you don't know, as a mom, you have to make a call. Like, is this kid actually sick or are they faking it? And so you go through like the mental checklist or you do whatever you need to do. You know your kid best. And then you have to decide whether or not you're going to let them stay home or tell them to suck it up and send them to school. I don't know about the NyQuil thing, but whatevs. Okay, Brad, who's on line one? Oh, we'll just figure it out. Hi, who is this on line one? This is Jackie. Hi, Jackie. What makes you? What made you a bad mom? Okay. Well, um, my uh, son was going on a field trip and had to fill out a form, and we could not find the form, and we're certain that uh, he had, you know, misplaced it, left it in a backpack, didn't give it to who he was supposed to, looking everywhere, and. Um, chastising my child when the whole time I had the phone. Oh, no. See, we've all done it, Jackie. We've all done it. I can relate to that because I've done that before. Yeah, not good. Not a good night. Not a good night. Jackie, you are forgiven. Thank (laughs) Thank you. you. Lisa is on uh, line two. Hey, Lisa. Hello. What, uh, what, What made you a bad mom? Well, my daughter, or I'm taking her to high school, and she found out on her phone that she didn't make this one club that all of her friends made, and so she started crying, so we got to school, and we had a moment, I let her cry, and just kind of work it out, and then I'm like, okay, go in, and she's like, no, I can't, I'm not going to school, and I was so irritated with her, because I had a busy day, Yeah, <laughs> and I kind of... I was like, you have to go to school. And we kind of argued back and forth. And finally, I brought her home. And my husband's like, you need to give her an hour or so. And I just felt so bad because in the moment, I felt like I had so much to do. But I needed to just stop and let her grieve. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Don't be so hard on yourself. You are forgiven. Yeah. Thank you. You are forgiven. I would open the door and said, you know, (laughs) get out. (laughs) Thanks for your Again, don't got kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is also a segment where we learn um, that Bradley's mothering skills are lacking. Yeah, well. (laughs) For good reason. I mean, my parents, I'm sorry. You parents are so nice to your kids these days. (laughs) My parents were lovely people, are lovely people. Mm -hmm. They weren't that nice. I just feel like parents today, you've got all these things you got to do and be thoughtful about that parents didn't used to. I mean, your parents even, right? Like when we were kids... You just did it. Whatever your parents said. You did. You did. There was no debating like get out of the car. I like to think that it was like that because in my memory it was like that. But I bet if you talk to Diane, she would tell you a whole different story oh, yeah. about her willful child. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Anyway, all of you moms, whatever you've done to be a bad mom, you are forgiven. You are forgiven. Okay, on the other side of this, Bradley, I know that you had a conversation yesterday that involved John Travolta. Oh, yes. I was not here, so I did not get to hear it. Okay. I need to know if there are new allegations 
against John Travolta. Well, there's a new story to tell. How about that? Oh, I like that. Right. I, we will hear that story after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, and that is Bradley Trainer, and he has the key to the question we ask. I do? Oh, I don't know. What sounds so. What is the latest on John Travolta? Well, we talked about this yesterday. So John Travolta uh, is Travolting. And uh, by that, I mean, uh, we're talking again about sexual assault allegations. I guess I shouldn't make fun of that. But um, when it comes to John Travolta, we have talked about him for years, right? Uh, It is not the first time we've heard of John Travolta allegedly behaving badly in the company of other men who by the way, have not asked for that behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, Usually it's mas- masseuses or masseurs. Masseurs. Sorry, masseurs. Who it's he... a bad name for a job. Just the a... Word sewer. Right. Anyway. Just um, to bring everybody up to speed, the, the, the former allegations had been that he would go to get a massage and he would be naked underneath the towel and um, would then show his arousal to the yeah. masseurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So put that, uh-huh. you know, that's uh-huh. the story. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's the latest? Well, okay, so it's a little, here's the thing. According to a story that was reported yesterday, today's Wednesday, was Monday, John Travolta is accused of sexual battery by a 21-year-old masseur who claims the actor groped his, groped his bare buttocks and exposed himself during a late-night rubdown in 2000. I have a quick question. I know what you're going to ask, okay. and I, I asked the same question. Okay. Why was the masseur's buttocks okay. bare? Okay, so that's the question that okay. I had. Okay. Okay. So according to documents obtained by... Because I usually, by the way, when I get massages... Hey, look, I don't know massages, what I'm the naked one, but the person who's but massaging you know, me is fully clothed. As I thought about it, I was like, that. I kind of like that idea. Why not have a little <laughs> something to look at while you're getting a massage? No? Okay. okay I Travolta, see I've lost the room. He, those are inside thoughts. Yeah, but there's a difference between <laughs> looking and touching, and that's what we're talking about Mr. Travolta for. Anyway, let me tell you the story. Okay. So now I have a few questions about this story. Okay. Um, first of all, this uh, 21-year-old masseur who accused the actor of sexual battery allegedly took place in 2000, okay. and that's based on a report that was received by Radar Online. According to the police report mm-hmm. that was received and filed at the time, the masseur alleged that Travolta groped his bare buttocks and indecently exposed himself during a deep body massage at the La Quinta Hotel in Palm Springs. <laughs> They that got must massage be a, therapist there? I, I mean, is that like the fancy? Is that I like a fancy La Quinta, La Quinta? Okay, to me, La Quinta is equivalent to... I'm sorry, but I ain't getting a massage <laughs> at no La Quinta. Right? Isn't that like on par with, say, I don't know, It'd like... Be like, La Quinta, touch this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, during the incident, Travolta, 63, also made lewd remarks about gay fantasies while at the hotel spa facility around 1.30 in the a.m., so let's go let's go down this rabbit hole because okay. we didn't do this with Elizabeth because let's be honest I love Elizabeth but I didn't feel comfortable going, going down, the down rabbit this hole. rabbit hole I don't hole. know what it says about you that I'm comfortable doing that with but I don't know I guess I'm are. flattered Travolta wanted a more intimate rub down and even removed the towel exposing his buttocks yeah, mm-hmm. as the male spa employee gave him a massage. The employee claimed in the report that he kept replacing the towel and covering up John's buttocks. Now, I will say, as somebody who has gotten massages many times, 
I'm not, I, I don't have a problem if, because sometimes they'll want to work that area sure. of your body. I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. Mm-hmm. So that to me. It's a big muscle. Yeah. That's a gigantic muscle group. I'm dead serious. No, it actually, yeah. you're absolutely right. After the massage was complete, this is where things get questionable. After the massage was complete, they allegedly went into another room where the masseur performed what he called. <laughs> a tap dance? <laughs> a citrus scrub. Okay. Oh, okay. On Travolta, okay. who is married to Kelly Preston. During the treatment, Travolta, a devout Scientologist, told him he was very attractive and he had gotten himself excited. Once the scrub was complete, they moved to the steam room where Travolta asked. In the La Quinta? <laughs> I know, right? Okay. Okay, so the report states that once the scrub was complete, they moved to the steam room where Travolta asked the masseur if he would accompany him so he wouldn't have to sit alone. And I think that's where he removed his pants, maybe? Sure. Because if you're going into the steam room, you're going to have your towel They went into the steam room together. They were both wearing towels initially, but the employee claimed Travolta removed his and was totally nude. This is where it gets weird. Oh, this is where. Okay, go on. <laughs> Travolta then allegedly offered to demonstrate his own massage techniques on the masseur. Okay. As the man lay on his stomach, Travolta reached under his towel and began to rub his inner thigh. Then the actor began rubbing the masseur's bare buttocks as well as in the groove between. <laughs> okay, and that's not a Madonna song. <laughs> in the groove between. <laughs> I'm just saying. While the mas- uh, so according to the report. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The masseur said he felt uncomfortable and left. But then Travolta followed, offered to soap up his back while he showered. Okay, so here's the thing I want to say, because part of me is like, I don't understand how we got to uh, the crack in the groove or the groove in the crack. Uh-huh. Because I don't, I would, I feel like I wouldn't have gone that far down the rabbit hole with John Travolta. But then I thought about all of the stuff we've yeah. talked about over the last few weeks and months. And if it's somebody like John Travolta and you think, well... You know, I mean, I'm not doing anything. He's probably going to tip me really well if he wants me to go hang out with him in the steam room. 
And then he's like, hey, can I just try out a technique on you and see if it's right. I mean, you I'd can be like, hear, okay, like you, if you really put yourself in the in in the no pun intended in the position where you are, you are the person who is who's been paid to provide a service to John Travolta, and you think I'm probably going to make a pretty good paycheck today, and he's a, like you said, a big tipper, and you you go all the way down. It's like that's the thing about, and I'm not saying again, I'm not saying that. John Travolta did this. But if we take the people out of it and you're just looking at a scenario, you can start to see how little by little he was sort of like leaving the crumb trail. Yeah, it wasn't just like blah, 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 blah. stuff, you know? Yeah. No, it was like it, it was like one little request and then another little request and then another little request. And that's a line of work. And that's the thing about like the masseur thing that seems to be John Travolta's thing MO, because this is stories. not the first time we've heard these stories about masseurs right you can start to understand right there's like a gray there's like a very fuzzy sort of gray line when it comes to masseurs because or massage therapists because when you think about when you've had a massage like there's just a sheet separating your nudity from yeah. them and they're rubbing your body so it's like i i can see how that that would work in his brain to think well you know if i just make this small request um, also, the La Quinta Spa and Resort is very fancy. Okay, so I just it's Googled not it. it's like not a like, La Quinta Inn. No. Okay. <laughs> well then, I guess we're the D bags. Yeah. But we got more after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Mike. Today in our Lord and Lady Douchebag segment on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, and these are your D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, the frequent flyer. What's on the list today? Frequent flyer, ding ding. Is Kim Kardashian. And not for the reason we've been talking about all day. The reason we've been talking about, thank you, tray tables, upright position. Um, The reason we've been talking about all day is because Kim Kardashian is using her Paris robbery kidnapping to help sell her new crystallized gardenia uh, scent or whatever it's called. Okay, that's not why she's a D-bag in this moment. I'm going to let her speak for herself. Listen to what she says, Bradley, and then absorb it and react. So uh-huh. Kim Kardashian was on the Ellen DeGeneres show, and she told Ellen what she really wanted for her birthday. Okay? For my birthday, you guys, this sounds so crazy, and this might be really bratty and unrelatable, so I'm sorry. But I asked for, I said, can someone just rent out Ralph's for me for one hour? I just want to go to Ralph's with my kid in the cart and go through every aisle which is like no one else. And I haven't been to a grocery store in years. By the way, do you understand what she's saying? Do you know what Ralph's is? Grocery store. It's a grocery store. (laughs) Poor Kim Kardashian can't go to the grocery store 
And all she wanted for her birthday was for somebody to just please rent out Ralph's for her so she could go grocery shopping like the rest of us commoners. Although I will say it's kind of ingenious and I've thought for a long time and we've talked about this off the air that I think they should have like a celebrity grocery store. Have we talked about that? Oh, no, but no. I, it just is a brilliant idea. I think I just Friday can't. nights should be like um, like a club up at the Targets. So like Target, it's Cub. Club Target. It's Cub Club, Club Club, <laughs> something like that, where like after about six o'clock on a Friday night, you lower the lights, mm-hmm. you play some music. Some disco. You've got some snacks. Uh, you got to be 18 and over, probably 21. <laughs> Uh, to get in and 18 to party. Yeah, 18 to party, 21 to drink. <laughs> yeah, you could have cocktails. Why what not? Else? Um, I just think like it would be fun. <laughs> yeah, like you know, you could have like you know, trick out your cart. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. maybe get like scooters for everyone so or you can just roller scooter skates. Away. Why not roller oh skates? Oh my god, that would be That's so cool. It's always a cool. party. But okay, but back to Kim Kardashian. Can we talk about the six things that are wrong with this? Number one, okay, I will give her credit for knowing she was being totally unrelatable, right? She said, this might be unrelatable. Yes, Kim, it's it's totally unrelatable because the rest of us go grocery shopping. Yeah. But the part that kills me is, hi, woman, you have more money than all of the people. You can rent out Ralph's for the night if you need to, girl. You don't need to ask for that. Also, on can your I just I ask you list. this? Mm-hmm. Okay, so she lives where? Calabasas. Does she live in Calabasas? Yes. Okay. So a lot of other famous people live yes. in that area, right? Right. There are a lot of other rich people in that mm-hmm. area, right? Like, mm-hmm. I get that, like, she, you know, I'm assuming some people might come up to her and, and might get kind of annoying, but don't you feel like there are places she could go grocery shopping yeah. and just not yeah. be f- mobbed by people you would think one would think honey you don't want to go grocery shopping also the rest of us our our lives are about getting to a point where we don't have to go grocery shopping do you see what i mean what i mean like that's a goal is to not have to Although, grocery shop. i just most, talked to a like friend it. the other day mm-hmm. and she was like oh, i just love the instant cart mm-hmm. and i was like i love going to the grocery store you do but it has to be under my, you know, You have to ideal. do it your way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I just, oh, I roll. Kim Kardashian, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that you live in a world where your biggest concern is, um, the biggest thing you want is to just be normal. <laughs> yeah, good luck just with go that. To the grocery I mean, store. also you chose this. So it's your deal with the devil. You can't go to the dumb grocery store yeah. alone. Sorry. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo. Hashtag not sorry. Yeah. Also... I am now really thinking I have a good business model. What's that? Celebrity grocery store. Yeah. Well, I think it's called like a personal assistant. No. If you want to go grocery shopping, you can come in. But you got to be a celebrity. But you got to be a celebrity. Oh, yeah. No, that sounds like a great idea. Unless you're not a celebrity. You're just mad because it wasn't your idea. Actually, what you could do is have celebrity grocery store and then for the common folk like us, you could charge us a premium to sit to, in this in the bleachers and watch. No, you create like um, sort of a like a hamster trail throughout the store with like two sided mirrors. Oh yes, so that I can walk through yes. and watch Kim Kardashian, but she can't oh. see me. Yes, I love this. Like, so you're on the other side, yeah. getting your tide to push. So she in doesn't your have cart. to look at my 
broke and ass cell. She's reaching for the same tide, but on the other side of the two way glass. Yeah. And she's looking at herself in the mirror because she likes to do that. And you're looking at her on the other side. I think this is great. You're right. This is a better business model. (laughs) I'm going to make more money on this. Celeb grocery. Yeah. Celebrity grocery. I'll work on the name later. I will work on the name later. Anyway, Kim Kardashian, you're a D bag again. You know, I feel like Kim Kardashian is going to probably buy this for her uh, Christmas gift oh, because what? she can't go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. My D bag is Dolce and Gabbana. Also, because weren't they like Nazis or something? Didn't they say something horrible for there was a hot second where everybody was like, "What?" Okay, I'm going to need to look that up. But I go don't know. On. There, was, there was something controversial about Dolce and Gabbana. However, the controversial thing I want to bring to you today is in the form of a one hundred and ten dollar tin of pasta. What? That they are selling for the holidays. Is it gold? Uh, Spring, summer, 2018, women's fashion show. Everybody wants to try Pasta Di Martino. A $110 retail Mm -mm. uh, tin of Paschetti. Okay. Yeah. Mm -mm. There's actually three shapes, which include spaghetti, tubular, pacheri, and penny mazzani rigate. I'm... My Italian is on point. <laughs> and uh, the containers are available in stores in Naples and Bologna. And I don't mean Florida. Uh, and they will be available in the U.S. starting on Wednesday. That's t- today at demartinadolcegabbana.com. This is ridiculous. $110 for pasta. Now, here's... They don't want you to wear it, right? No. Okay. Here's their clothing, right? Here's the thing I know about pasta. Mm-hmm. It is cheap. Right? I can get some Barilla for like less than a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to spend $110 right. for a dumb thing of pasta. Right. I mean, it might taste a little bit better. And all that comes in this dumb thing? Is just dry pasta? It comes with 500 grams, 500. What is a pound? A four, 400 grams? I don't know. So maybe like four pounds of pasta for a hundred bucks. I think you could probably get that for five dollars. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. At Aldi. No, this is a this is a scam. Yeah. No, this is something Kim. Car- this is why Kim Kardashian can't go to the grocery store. Yes. Because she can buy a hundred and ten dollar pasta. Yeah. So, honey, you buy your Dolce and Gabbana pasta. Yeah. And the rest of us will be hanging out in the cremet aisle. Yeah, we love our cremet. Uh, Isn't would that you local? Um, no, I think it might be. I think it might be. Um, okay. There, if you were asking about Dolce and Gabbana and like the, um, controversy controversy, and this is, they said some controversial comments about gay families in 2016. Is that what you were referring to? Do you think? Oh yes. You're absolutely right. They Mm -hmm. were talking about how gay families are dumb, basically. Pretty much. Yes. Um, they, and they, didn't they don't agree with children uh children in in the with gay couples they don't think gays should have kids right exactly also they're gay yes and they by the way dated until 2005 fyi that's the kind of person Mm -hmm. you're dealing with yep excuse me and they're making us pay a lot of money for pasta 
I have some uh, info for you. Are you ready? Yeah. On Cremet. Cremet. Okay, what? A, uh, a loan of $100 is all it took for James T. Williams to open a grocery store in Minneapolis in 1896. But this businessman's legacy would not be in the goods he sold, but the product he developed in 1912. Hmm. Williams redesigned elbow macaroni with a thinner wall and a larger hole. As a result, inventing the first quick cooking pasta. Uh-huh. So Minnesota, again, better than all y'all. Gosh, I feel like the world should know that. Yeah, well, they're not because we're not playing host to the World Expo in 2023. It's going to be bonus Iris. Not that we're bitter. Yeah, but I am bitter, kind of. Hey, uh, one thing we're not bitter about, and I do want to make sure that we give this a whole lot of attention here on My Talk 1071. Here's something fun that we're doing tomorrow. Tomorrow, we are going to be kicking it all day to benefit Alive and Kicking. Throughout the throughout all the shows, throughout your day, you, there are going to be opportunities to buy along some really awesome uh, sweet tickets to concerts and I think sporting events. Um and then we'll also be auctioning off a in-studio sit-in with each show individually. So if you'd like to come and sit in and watch how this crazy show unravels right before your very eyes, there will be an opportunity to bid on that tomorrow. On our show, that'll happen at 1 o'clock. At noon, we will be uh, opening up the opportunity to buy along tickets to sit in the suite at the Lord concert with both of us, Colleen and Bradley at Excel Energy Center. So that'll be happening all throughout the day tomorrow. We'll give you further instructions tomorrow about how to avail yourself of those tickets and, and those experiences. But that is a fun thing we'll be doing tomorrow. And all that money goes to our friends at Alive and Kickin'. And Alive and Kickin', again, is a uh, a wonderful group of seniors who sing and dance and generally rock. Yeah, they're ageless. They're amazing. Uh, okay, so that's coming up tomorrow here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. But coming up next, Bradley, you don't want to do you don't want to be a weekend warrior when it comes to sleep. And I'll tell you scientifically why after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Recently overheard on Donna and Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley trainer. And uh, this is the segment in the show where we like to make you scientifically more smart. For example, Ooh, yeah, scientifically more smart. Yes. Thank you. For example, Bradley, hmm. uh, don't try to use the weekend to make up for the lost sleep you've had all week long because you're going to die. Um, uh, okay. Why? Oh, sorry. Let's do that louder. Why? Thank you. Because. Science. Okay, so this is specifically in women. Sometimes people oh, good, think. Good, so I don't have to pay attention. Well, well, you should pay attention. I got some email to catch up. What? So, uh, a scientific study showed that specifically women who looked to the weekend to try to make up for the sleep that they were missing during the week, actually, that behavior made them less healthy and more likely to uh, suffer from heart disease. 
So you know how this is, right, Bradley? Like you think, oh my gosh, like Saturday and Sunday roll around, and I'm gonna like catch up on the sleep. Yeah, it never happens. Well, it doesn't. It, a it doesn't happen, but B, it doesn't even work. Oh. And the reason why is because it leads to what they call circadian misalignment. Ooh, so, sounds deep, doesn't it? So just because you think you're missing out on all these hours during the weekdays, doesn't mean that come Saturday and Sunday you can sleep extra to make up for those. All that does is it re it rejiggers your own personal clock, your waking and sleeping clock, and it confuses your body further and causes you actually to lose more sleep as a result, which that has a whole host of of uh, issues that go along with losing sleep, including but not limited to mood disorders, uh, obesity and uh, related ailments and cardiovascular risk. So don't think that just because you're not getting the quality sleep during the week that it means that you can catch up on the weekends. Yeah. It just doesn't work. So I think this is good. This is good. Because what this is an opportunity to do Mm -hmm. is to just do the right thing. Because when all else fails... You should just do the right thing. Were you catching up on emails? No, actually, okay. <laughs> what I was trying to figure out a way to say is like, yeah, the the problem is you either do it or you don't. And most people aren't going to do it. So, I mean. So, who cares? Die. <laughs> who cares? Just die. <laughs> Bye. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Can I just if say you're this, alive. though? And I know how you feel about this, so let's just <clears throat> say it and get it out there. I, there needs to be like a cultural shift when it comes to sleep, because we talk about the importance of sleep all the time. But what happened? Like if you are a person who naps, what is the cultural opinion of a napper? That you're lazy. That you're Do you lazy. know how many times? So I have a mother and a partner who are both people who think if you're napping, you're lazy. Yeah. Uh, or you're not working hard enough or your life is not difficult enough. Like you just, you must be a lazy bum. Yeah. My mother used, now my mother would tell you that it was actually that she didn't want me to be up at night. Right. Um, that she was afraid that if you napped, that that would make you not tired come bedtime. Yeah. Which I was a night owl. I will say that I tend to skew night owly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that all changed when I had a dog because that dog going to get you up no matter what. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand daylight savings time, mm-hmm. by the way. That is true. Uh, but um, on weekends, I I like schedule I, I like I reorganize my day so that if possible, I can get like maybe a half hour nap in. Mm hmm. Because there's just, it's it's such a delicious treat. Oh, it's the best. Oof, to just lay on the couch. A good nap. I don't like to lay oh. in the bed on a, for a nap. I don't like to close windows that or be in the too. dark. Because I don't want to go to sleep. Right. I just want to take a quick nap. I want to lay on the couch, have the Golden Girls in the background, wake up with some drool on my face. Uh, and then uh, Feels so I good, probably have it? to pee really bad uh, or something and then okay. have some sugar. All right. Because my Is blood there anything, sugar gets low. Anything else you want to share about your nap experience? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Keep the rest to yourself. Anyway, again, I think that we have to have a cultural shift when, when we talk about opinions about nap. How napping. do we do that during the workday, though? That's the problem. You know what? Bradley, I have the best idea. We should just have a segment on our show called Nap Time. Nap Time with Colleen and Bradley. And we just play music or something. Yeah, we put and on just a record. Nap. Yeah. Okay. I think that'll be awesome. Okay. No, it's not right now, though. Okay. Okay. I'm done. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I guess. Yeah, you're, you're right. I've got a story for you. <laughs> hey, 
I want you to be careful. Don't gobble your turkey dinner. Oh, okay. Really? Why? Because... telling me I can't eat my turkey dinner? Don't gobble uh. your turkey dinner. What I mean by that is gobbling food in general mm. increases your risk of obesity, heart attack, stroke, and death. So if you're not getting enough sleep segment. and you're gobbling your food like I do, uh, be very careful because you're probably going to die. You're going to have high blood pressure, diabetes, obesity, and heart damage. I will say you are one of the fastest eaters I know. I am. I really need to slow it down. I need to chew. But food is just so good. Well, I think I just, I must have grown up in the wilderness where, you know, you had to eat very quickly. Or else something else takes it. Yeah, right? So, um, or there's predators lurking around and you just got to get it in. Move on. (laughs) So you don't get eaten. Um, Because like I can throw down a half a pizza before anybody's paying attention. (laughs) Part of it is, though, that like I am not like, you know how people talk when they eat? I don't understand that. I'm here to eat. I can talk later. Everybody, I'd like to give you a a little insight into what it's like to have a meal with Bradley Trainer. Yeah, I'll be over here eating while you all are doing your, you know, talking thing. And then I'm done. (laughs) He also I don't think you ever put your fork down. When you're eating. Oh, I well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. No, you don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't put my fork down. Well, who puts their fork down? What do you mean? Put People my fork put down. your their fork down to talk oh, or yeah, to but like see that I'm not like, I'm there breathe to eat it in. My food. Enjoy the experience. It's called dinner. It's not called chat time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you're gonna die of heart disease? Yeah, basically. Okay. Or diabetes and a stroke, which okay. by the way is my nightmare. I don't want to have a stroke. So, it's kind of... Science. <laughs> All right. Now that the whole Was room there is any down. Science? Yeah, no. Okay. So, you want the actual science? Sure. So, they did a study where they followed a thousand middle aged men and women for five years and they monitored their eating speed and then their overall health. Okay. They found that just 2% of slow eaters developed metabolic syndrome. Two. Hmm. Versus six and a half of medium and 11% of fast eaters. Hmm. Fast eaters who gobbled their food were five times more likely to develop symptoms, which raised their risk of heart attack, diabetes, and stroke. You were also three more times more likely to have gained three stones. This is not good. I know, right? <laughs> what the heck do you, how did you, I guess if you're eating really fast, you eat stones and you don't even know. Yeah. What. And you have three in there and all of a sudden there's not room for oh, more. rocks. <laughs> I thought I was, wow, I guess I ate all my macaroni and cheese. I'm onto the rocks now. <laughs> yeah, oh like I God. could see where that would be a problem. Oh. All right, well, good news. You can slow down. Put your fork down. Enjoy the view. Enjoy the conversation. <laughs> and you'll live forever. Right? That's my science. Or longer least. than me, anyway. <laughs> all right, when we come back, oh, Bradley, people are going to want to hear your reaction specifically to people's sexiest man alive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Please. Stay right there for that. My top 